This episode, how to determine pricing for a job. In this episode, the Handyman Pros give some tips and resources to help you determine pricing levels for services. Stop giving away your services if you're a contractor and stop expecting an outstanding service at an unreasonable price level. Welcome to the Handyman Pros Radio Show, home improvement and maintenance tips from the pros. Thanks for listening to another edition of the Handyman Pros Radio Show, where our goal is to help save you time, money, and aggravation on your home maintenance and repair. This edition is entitled Determining Pricing, and to help me explain, I am here with my ever-cheerful co-host and old buddy, John. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, sir. Johnny, tell Um, me a story, baby. Tell me a story. Yeah, tell me a story. Yeah. You know, we always kind of start off with something from the field, you know, but we don't... Folks, we, we, we are active in this, so we're just not a couple of guys just looking through a magazine and, and regurgitating magazines. So it's a, uh, you know, we, this is, this is real stuff here. Yeah, we but actually, was, we actually you know, do this for was, a living, you know. And so. Exactly. We actually do this. And, uh, I, I was just out at a, a, a place that I had to fix a screen, a screen, um, screen door. And it's one of these screen doors. It's got like a big, roller that goes into like this case on the on the right hand side of the door so if the door opens on the left you know it's on the right hand side and you can take this thing and just slide it straight across onto a you know it's got two tracks top and bottom and then it's got a big magnet on the other side they're nice they're nice the problem is <clears throat> is that uh the, the track on the bottom kind of sticks up a little bit um off the threshold of the door which is a little bit of a trip hazard and when these guys originally had put this thing in, they used real cheap screws. So you kick this thing a couple of times, you break the screws, and then it becomes a real um, trip hazard. <laughs> so that and was. And then they call John to come fix it. Yeah, That's what they I do. I mean, it was, yeah, especially when people in there can't really move too well and they're on canes. Uh, so that was, uh, you know, I, I'm like, yeah, we got to fix this uh, quick. Um, so. You know, that was just, it's one of those things where you're looking up and down. I kind of caught it myself. I was like, you know, this thing's, a, this thing's a real danger here <laughs> coming out the door, you know, falling flat on your face onto the, uh, onto concrete stoop. But, uh, anyways, that's kind of what I was, that's what I've been, uh, that's what I did, uh, this, this other day here. So got that, got that all fixed up. And, you know, of course, you know, how much do I owe you, right? So that, that always comes up, right, Larry? It always comes up. Well, <laughs> I mean, it always comes up at the end of the job, right? And we get the yeah. we get the mix of, of different things, but we also read a lot of um, a lot of the the blog posts and things that other handymen do and and things like that. And forever, we're out there seeing, you know, what should I charge for this or what should I charge for that? And then conversely, we have customers who are saying, "Wow, that seems really high for that." particular job or whatever it is. And so we've decided that we just wanted to have a quick discussion about about pricing and about what is what are the elements I guess basically that go into determine pricing, right? You know, like what what are the things that determine what a contract how a contractor charges for pricing and what are some of the resources that you have to determine, you know, what are national averages or some average, you know, it can be even be down to zip code, what does something cost in a particular area? Now when we talk I just I do want to predicate this. When we're talking about this, we're not talking about materials, we're talking about labor. Because materials can be we've discussed this in other things. It can be the be cheap or it can be the sky's limit. And then 
we've we're coming out of COVID, you know, so lumber prices have been artificially high, theoretically artificially high. So we're not talking about that. I and mean, we're talking just about labor. Like, what do you, what do you want to do? You know, how much, how much do you think something should, should cost? So here at the Handyman Pros Radio Show, John, are we, do we talk about value a lot? Absolutely. Absolutely. And does value come free? Oh, no, no. We've, we've talked about the triad you know, of, of, uh, of, of time, money, and, um, you know, outcome. Yeah. Time, time, quality, price. Right. And, and it's, and it's more than that. Folks, if you want a good handyman, he needs to be around, right? So he needs to make up some profit, right? He's got to be, he's got to make a little bit of money or he's not going to stay around. Right. I mean, it's just that simple. We all have expenses in business that we have to pay for my tools, for example, didn't just show up there one day. Well, they did over 25 years, but they just didn't show up all at one day. And they don't continue to work just because I look at them, right? So there's expenses, right? So I just want to predicate that, that this is a business and it that our relationships with customers need to be a win-win, right? So either, and and you hear, you hear it a lot. It's very, very, you know, kind of blase that it or not blase but it's very common to hear the win-win concept but win-win needs to be you know a, a, a contractor can't lose money on a job or he's not going to survive right and yet at the same time he can't overcharge you or you're not going to survive now there is that value concept and so better value costs more money right john do you agree with that if you get mm-hmm. a better quality product or a better quality of skill level or any number of the things that go better um uh, warranties better timing it gets back to the triad T- tell the triad john tell us what the triad is well it's a, it's like a you know three points on a triangle right and they're yep. all in in kind of opposition of each other is uh is is time quality and and uh and and pricing and you know so if you want something in in a real hurry and you don't and you don't want to pay for it well something's going to suffer okay? and that is that's probably quality and that's quality okay? Right. Right. And, you know, if if you're willing, if, if you're willing to, you know, uh, ex- extend the time frame that that let's say, hey, you know, instead of me rushing through, a, you know, a, a, a light bathroom remodel in a week and you give me two weeks to really do a nice job, you know, quality is going to be up, but I'm going to charge you a little bit more for it. You know, you, you know, everybody kind of gets this concept in their gut. So, you know. Uh, you, you just have to expect that the, you know all these things can't be really in balance. If you're one of those people that you know you want something right now and you want it cheap, right? And so, you want high quality. You, you, you can get two, quality. but you can't get three, you, right? Right, right, exactly, exactly. So, so that's part of it, and understand that if some folks, if if you're out there and you want and you want something done today theoretically should cost you more money because anybody that's really does a good job especially currently meaning here in 2021 if they're good if they're a good contractor they are busy i mean yeah. crazy yeah busy. they're gonna they're gonna be they're gonna be busy larry and you know and if if i'm gonna pull an emergency call i mean think of it this way right uh if i want it done if i want it done right now and I need it to be done right now. Like I've got a uh, a busted pipe that's leaking. <laughs> a, a plumber is going to charge you a surcharge, right? Yes. It's kind of an emergency thing. Hey, yes, 
I can be out there this afternoon or I can be out there in an hour, but it's going to be this much. Right. Right. So, and and that you just comes. Have to be aware. Give the biz, give the business concept behind that, John. Tell tell people why that is. Why is that? Well, you know, for you know, for me, you know, it's it's I gotta I gotta I gotta shuffle my schedule around. Okay, for one thing, he might have a he might have a job. He's going to have to call somebody else up and say, "Hey, I've got to delay your I got to delay you know uh, installing a faucet for uh, sake of argument." Uh, today because I've got an emergency. Now he's going to make more money off of it, you know, right then, but he might have to delay that. Right. Or he may have to get out of bed at two in the morning. Right. And yeah. you know what? That's a charge, right? I'm charging for that. I'm not getting out of bed at two in the morning, coming over to somebody's house, uh, you know, to unclog a, a toilet, um, you know, for, uh, for the same amount I charge, you know, if you were to wait till, you know, tomorrow morning at nine o'clock. Correct. Yeah, so that's so. Just, we just, I just want people to understand that, right? Everything has its trade-offs and stuff. Right. Um, so one other thing, just to mention too, is locality, right? So different things in different parts of the country, world, whatever you want to call it, things cost. There are places in the world where things cost less. It's just that simple. So we're talking in grand, you know, terms. We're talking about basic terms, kind of all over the place. These things all apply. So. With that said, John, what are some resources well, that can help you determine pricing for yeah, any so, job? So back, right. So back again, you know, the, 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 the premise of this, this episode really was to, you know, we, we, we read a lot of things. We, we get asked a lot about it. You know, what should I charge? Right. And that really sets. So we kind of set the, set the scheme here so that you have an expectation as the as the person out there that needs service and then the expectation of somebody who's going to provide that service and i you know when i was first starting out doing this you know i really didn't know what to expect okay and what to, but there are places that you can go to get a comfort level of what you should charge okay or what should be the norm and it'll be a range. And I found there's places on the, you know, on the Internet to go and they have, you know, really down to the zip code of I need to install a ceiling fan. OK, well, in this zip code, it is a range of, let's say, 100 bucks to 200 bucks for sake of argument. I don't know what it is right now, but somewhere probably in that neighborhood. So no matter where so, you know. And take kind of I I kind of took comfort in that right because no matter who's going to do it unless it was their son-in-law or something right but if you're going to just call pick up they were going to pick up the phone and start to call people you know that that price is going to fall within that range so that's a good starting point so if, if you know to me if you're out there and you say what should I charge for this now we've gone through quoting an estimate on a different episode okay. But I'm just using something like this as a, as a hard, uh, you know, just a, for sake of argument. And that's just, that should give you a good indication of what to charge for. But you can also search on there for other things. Like if I have to replace, you know, um, a flooring, you're going to, you're going to get up, you're going to get a pretty good idea how much that's going to cost for labor. Yeah, and that, and then at that point, as a contractor, you determine whether you want to do it for that rate or not. But 
there's other things that go into that thing. We always talk about value. You know, I mean, like, for example, my work all comes with a with a warranty. Depends on the job. But, you know, I, I give a warranty and I come back, you know, but I, I charge a little extra for that. I don't do it intentionally, but I, I fall on the higher end of the price spectrum and I do that so that I don't have a problem in customer has a problem. I just show up and fix the problem, you know, and, and then I'm back on that win-win. Yes, I've made a little extra money, but if something goes wrong and it's not, and you know, if you do enough of any given job, something goes wrong sometimes. So you just want to go back and fix it because I want my customers happy. You know, that's that at the end of the day, but there are, there, there's tremendous resources, right? First thing, Google it, just Google it. Look at how much does it cost to replace a ceiling fan in XYZ zip code, right? You're going to get an answer out of that. You know, it's going to be a range, right? And and go do that. Pick the phone up and call up five suppliers of doing that kind of thing. You'll get answers, right? Ask down at the Ace Hardware when you're in there. They'll give you an answer. You know, you might be all over the place. Ask, I don't know, your neighbor. Don't assume it's cheap either, by the way. This is kind of one of my favorite things, Johnny. Remember when we got that call from the guy that had the shed and he and I had just installed my own shed, like what he was talking about. And if you'll remember, we gave him a quote that was like almost double of what the shed cost. And he thought we were ripping him off and he had a mm-hmm. guy that was going to do it. And, you know, yeah. three days later, his shed fell down because it was the guy he had doing it didn't read the instructions. And it was on a grade and, you know, and it needed to be level and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And just because you buy something at a low price. You know, Ikea furniture, not picking on Ikea. Ikea is not the greatest example. Flat box furniture that you buy at other other sources besides Ikea, because Ikea stuff is actually kind of okay. But some of the really inexpensive kind of flat box storage units, bookcases and stuff like that, there's 10 million little parts. It costs, it takes forever to put that stuff together. That's a a great point because that's just the start of the project. Yeah, that's Buying it is just a start. You know, it's like anything else. It's the labor that goes into, you know, putting it together. And that goes for the flat box things like you're just talking about, swing sets. Swing sets, um, yeah. You know, these, those those sheds that you were talking about, um, you know, those big plastic sheds, uh, you know, they got 10,000 different bolts and nuts and screws and everything. And they so, weigh a ton. Yeah. They so weigh a ton. Somebody's going to have to do that. Yeah. And and the ground needs to be level in that example. Don't set it up on a hill. You'll have problems. It's like, how do you create your own problems, you know? Anyway, we just wanted to throw some of these resources out there. John, you use, which one do you use a lot? There's one you use in particular. I use Home Advisor. Yeah, I, you know, I always just bounce off. I'll I'll Google it. Google will probably you know uh, bring up Home Advisor <laughs> on the thing. But you know, if you go into something like that, it'll ask for it'll ask for the uh, zip code. And of course, you know, Home Advisor has their own uh, database database and resources for all the, all these people that sign up for Home Advisor, right? Because Home Advisor is kind of a central hub to to provide these things, but they know what what generally the market bears for for these different things. So once again, if you do that by zip code, you're going to get very very close. Now, for some of you folks that you know that are starting off in the handyman business, you might want to be at the lower end to be low, you know, kind of a you know kind of the strategy for a low market entry, right? Right. Market terms. Yep. Okay. Yep. You might want to you might want to do that. Somebody who's very experienced, and I feel very experienced in many areas, and I don't in some others, but I do, 
you know, hey, if you want a great job, then, you know, I'm, I'm the guy and I'll, and I'll be happy to do it, but here's my price. And, you know, it's up to you. And we've done all these other shows about, you know, helping, uh, you know, prospects to understand your, your value and things like that. But, you know, that's kind of my, that's kind of my two cents on it. But, but Larry, to answer your point, yeah, I use, I use a website called Home Advisor. Yep. And it's just a, it's a, it's basically a place to start and you can, and it gets to zip code. So you get a pretty good, you get a, you know, you get a really good idea of what, you know, what's theoretically something should cost. Now, I do want to make one statement on, we're going to call them specialty projects, right? I mean, if you have something that's kind of off the, the beaten path, um, I, I don't know, like, installing a zip line. Now, I don't think you're going to find that per zip code because I don't know how many people install zip lines. And, of course, I'll say that and I'll get some response back. Well, there's 40 different, you know, responses yeah. on how to build a sure. zip line. But there's a whole lot of engineering and stuff that goes into that. And it's not as simple as it as it seems. You know, it's not just a, a simple, uh, you know, put-up project. But, but it gives you an idea. If you're doing specialty work, you know, then you, you got to break it down. You got to kind of think about it. How much, what's your anticipated time? What's your anticipated liability? I'm talking to contractors right now, you know, mostly, but even as a homeowner, you need to be thinking about like, well, you know, nobody's ever done this or, or this is a very specific project. I need a little bridge built over my stream. That's not as simple as it seems because there's a million variables that go into that. Right. And so those are, those are projects that, that are hard to get generalizations on. Right. John, so, and I, and I will say one last thing, and that is, you know, we we've said we've talked about this before, and that's kind of, you know, then it becomes more of a to me, it become more of an hourly, an hourly type of right, thing. Right. If you go in and you search Google for handyman hourly rates in your area in your zip code, you're going to get a very accurate, you know, indication of what these what other people are charging. Okay, some of the big the big handyman services, some of the contractors, you know, you'll get, you'll get that and you'll see the range on this stuff. And it's, it's eye opening. Um, so, you know, so you can place yourself within that range. And I'll, I'll, with that, John, with that, Larry, I think the, uh, the spaceship is, <laughs> is coming to take me away. <laughs> <laughs> John, there was a song about that. There was a song about that. They're coming to take me away, huh? (laughs) As we always end the show, the spaceship is landed. Do we look at it or do we take it apart? Folks, we appreciate you listening to the the Handyman Pros Radio Show. If you please would, tell your friends and neighbors and your drinking buddies down at the bar and your attorney and your hairstylist. Tell your hairstylist, actually, that you like listening to the Handyman Pros Radio Show. We would really appreciate that. If you do have any questions, comments, or concerns, send us an email. That's questions at handymanprosradioshow.com. Or you can join our Facebook group at Handyman Pros. We did update our website, so if you would, go to handymanprosradioshow.com and take a look at that. We've got all the shows now really come up and look really, really great. And with that, John, thanks for listening, folks. We'll see you next week on the Handyman Pros Radio Show.